Welcome to Australian Hiker, your go-to hiking resource. We're your hosts, Tim and Jewel Savage. This is episode 86 of the Australian Hiker podcast. On 11th of November 2016, we commenced the Australian Hiker podcast and website, and a few days before we were recording this episode, we celebrated our second birthday. Over the past year, we have been building up our online resources to try and help make Australian Hiker your go-to hiking resource, and we do realise we still have a long way to go to make it that way. I think we said that last time, and but I do think we've made um, huge headway and we've done some great things in the last year that we'll tell you about soon. Okay, so this episode is a reflection of our past year and where we're heading into the future. And Jill and I would certainly like to thank you, uh, our friends and supporters, for helping us to exceed our expectations. Um, we uh, had some plans about where we wanted to be at the end of the second year, and while we managed to meet a number of those plans. Uh, a few of them we didn't quite get there, but a number of them we went well and truly past where we'd planned to be. So that's going to be the focus of today's episode. And I'd like to echo Tim's thanks. It's been an amazing year and uh, the response from everybody out there in the hiking community has been fantastic. So we definitely uh, appreciate your continued support. So here are some of the key milestones that we reached in our second year. Um, this episode uh, is episode 86, um, and that took us on from the 45 episodes released in the first year. And this makes us Australia's longest-running hiking podcast. Woohoo! Um, as far as the numbers are concerned, last year at this time, we'd been downloaded uh, 20,000 uh, times. Uh, in approximately 60-odd countries. As of the 11th of uh, November this year, we've gone through and exceeded 135,000 downloads uh, in total for the podcast. That's an uh, amazing result, Tim. It is. And we. Um, it's really hard when you're starting a new blog or a new podcast. You try and think about where you're going to be. And I think um, listening to, if you're those of you that listened to this episode for our first birthday, I think our aim was to just break over the 50,000 episodes. So we've, we've well and truly gone through and done that. Um, and again, as I said, this makes us uh, Australia's most downloaded as, as well as our, uh, Australia's most longest running hiking podcast. We're now downloaded in 111 countries around the world. And I'll go through and tell you what the top 10 are. Some of them are really obvious. Some of them I just can't explain. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to try and work this one out. So obviously with a name like Australian Hiker Podcast, Australia is our top loading download or our top downloading country. Uh, and um, it, that accounts for roughly around about 90% of our, our podcast downloads. Um, the English-speaking countries, understandably, are probably our next uh, batch of countries. So we have United States, New Zealand, and then United Kingdom and Canada. 
From there, the next five countries are Japan, Germany, Sweden, uh, and this is the one that I can't quite figure out, Mongolia. Uh, and Mongolia really only came online for us around about halfway through the year, but I'm just amazed at the number of downloads that we are picking up. Uh, and as I said, for those of you listeners out there who are from Mongolia, if you'd like to drop me a line, uh, let me know how you came across us and why you're actually downloading us. Um, I can possibly assume that it's uh, from English-speaking background or from embassy staff. I just don't know. But as I said, it's not just a few downloads. It's quite a large number. So I'm trying to work out why that is. Maybe the nights are really long and they need something to do. I'm not quite sure this is this is um, replacing other things, but yeah. Uh, and our last uh, last country that goes up making uh, number 10 on our list is France. So as, as I said, five countries, English-speaking countries as our top five, uh, and then five non-English-speaking countries coming after that. And a mixed bag, definitely a mixed it, it bag. It is. So one of the things we're doing with the podcast at the moment is working on ways of improving it. And we're doing that in a couple of different ways. The first one is a revamp of the segments and the sections uh, about what we're including in the uh, uh, what we're recording. Uh, so the sections that you'll be regularly hearing from us over the next 12 months as um, hiking news, hiking hacks, hiker questions. Uh, we will be doing more regular gear reviews over the next year. Uh, and we're also going to be going through and doing outtakes. Now, We've started doing outtakes over um, uh, this last 12 months, and it's not because we have been making mistakes in the last 12 months and we weren't in the first year. <laughs> That's um, for sure. <laughs> it's just that um, I, uh, for me in recording this podcast, um, the most difficult section is in the first two minutes. Uh, once I get through the, this is what we're going to be doing for the day, everything flows quite well. But it's amazing how long. Um, it'll often take me 15 to 20 minutes to record the first two minutes. And in that first year, there was an awful lot of swearing going on. So the uh, outtakes that I go through and put on uh, at the very end of the podcast are the ones that uh, are, are PG rated, I suppose. And we will try to keep to that sequence of news hacks, questions, reviews, and uh, the outtakes. Um, I know that uh, we've talked about that in the past, um, but what we'd like to do is just um, have a sequence of those things uh, on a regular basis. The other thing we want to go through and do um, sometime over the next couple of months, and given that we're sort of coming into Christmas now, it, it probably will be into uh, uh, around about February, I'm thinking, uh, is to run a um, uh, an episode uh, purely on answering hiker questions. So I think um, at the very beginning of next year, we'll put out a call for questions. Uh, and we do get people submitting questions on a regular basis now, but we'll do a full episode just answering your questions and uh, see how that goes. This is a, something a bit different. Along with uh, changing the formatting of the podcast, and, and you will have noticed that we're having a bit of play with the introduction at the start of the podcast, uh, we um, uh, also have been uh, making changes to some of the music and the tones throughout the podcast itself. Uh, and that's having a bit of play and a bit of, bit of it's very much still a learning curve for us. Hiking, in some respects, is quite easy. 
learning how to produce and, and edit, sound edit a podcast, that's a whole other batch of skills altogether. Um, so we are progressively playing. I had actually planned on our Bibbleman track, or my Bibbleman track hike, to do a few additional things. Um, and I'll be honest, I had gone through and set up the process. I was ready to go and discovered a bug that I wasn't aware of as far as how long the podcast could be. Um, and I found that on the first time I was recording the podcast, I ended up going to bed at about three o'clock in the morning because the software I'd planned on using didn't work the way I wanted it to. So I had to download two new versions of uh, software, work out what was going to work for me, and then learn how to use it to record the podcast. So there were things that I didn't actually do on those on-trail podcasts that um, um, I am trying to put into practice now. In addition to the formatting of the podcasts, um, the other thing we're going to go through, we'll be looking at is some new equipment that's come into play. So if you go through and have a look at the, uh, the photo from the show notes, uh, we've now swapped to two microphones. Uh, we've changed rooms. We've actually moved out of the... Uh, we're we're not, in a room. <laughs> we're, we're in a room. We're not in the walk-in robe. Um, we've gone for a different type of microphone um, that's not quite as sensitive, which means that uh, we didn't have to be in a room full of clothing that was going to absorb all the little sounds. So we, I think it, yeah, the sound isn't too bad, um, not so echoey as, uh, as the other microphone was, and we're not sitting on top of each other like we used to be with just the one microphone. Um, but it is still a, a learning curve for me. And as I said, I, it's going to take me a while to, to learn all the software. Um, I'm recording on a different device, um, and I'm also learning a bit more about the sound editing process. Uh, and again, as I said, this is not a skill that I have um, in my background, so it's having to learn it and learn how to do it, do it as best I can. Moving away from the podcast, um, over the... Uh, the, the second year, we've now got a total of 93 trail reviews published. We were hoping to get around about an additional 50, episode, uh, 50 trail reviews last year, and we fell a bit short by a few uh, reviews on that one. Uh, and I think to a great extent, that was uh, spending six weeks in Western Australia undertaking a 1,000-kilometre hike. So that left me a bit short on uh, the trail reviews there. I think also there was a lot of planning involved in that Bibbleman track trip that you did. Um, it did uh, soak up a bit of time, and we, you know, we probably didn't get out as much as we would normally uh, do, particularly in the early spring. Yeah, and it's, um, I mean, one of the things we find with this is, I mean, we're trying to be the uh, the Australian go to hiking resource. I'll be honest, we're never going to have thousands of um, uh, of uh, walks showcased on this website, at least not in the next few years. Um, We've taken the belief or the attitude that the trips and the trails we put up there, we want to have actually walked ourselves. Um, this does mean that we will be slow to get numbers up online, uh, but it does mean that the reviews we do, you know we've walked them. Uh, you know that the photos that are there, we've taken them. Um, and if people have any questions, we're able to offer advice on them because we've actually done them ourselves. Yeah, and I think that's a pretty important point because, I mean, we know and, and others may have experienced this as well that we've um, planned to do a particular 
um, hike and we've turned up at the site and, yeah, you know, the pre-planning tells you that you're going to do X kilometres, um, you get to the site and the sign says Y kilometres and then by the time you've actually done the trail, um, you've hiked Z kilometres and all the time the, the, the hiking distance is getting higher. So, you know, unless you're actually doing it yourself, unless you're, you know, you're, you're reasonably accurate with your uh, GPS measurements and so on, um, there's probably not a lot of value um, in, you know, publishing a review on um, a particular hike because it is about, I think, uh, is about that personal experience and about that thing, those things that are difficult to articulate in a brochure, um, you know, in a book or through word of mouth. The other thing as well with the um, the, the hiking reviews is um, we – as many of you are aware, we're Canberra-based, um, so a lot of our reviews are certainly in the Australian Capital Territory. Um, I think f- uh, at last look, I've still got about eight more hikes to go through and review. Over no, the- <laughs> not in camp, no. <laughs> over, the next, uh, over the next couple of months, uh, and then that pretty much finishes off the hikes for Canberra. Um, there are certainly a number of off-trail hikes that are doable, but we're mainly sticking to the on-trail hikes, which means that it's easy for people to find and locate. Um, I've already gone through and put a list of um, uh, further afield hikes into the schedule for next year, um, and we will be progressively moving out into southern and central New South Wales. Uh, and I think the, um, at the moment... There's most people tend to focus around the capital cities in each of the states, uh, and certainly a lot of the more regional uh, hikes tend to get skipped as a result of that. One of the things we wanted to do with that, one of the goals for this year was to have hikes reviewed in every Australian state and territory. We still have some uh, hiking to do in Victoria, and we have that planned before Christmas. Uh, and we'll be doing those reviews and putting those up online uh, before the end of 2018. So we still will stick to that. Uh, there's not going to be many before the end of the year in Victoria, and it will be something that's going to take us a while to build up on that. This year, in the, as far as the hiking was concerned, uh, again, you would, would have well and truly been aware that I undertook a, um, a through hike in the Bibbulin track, just over a 1,000 kilometres, it, it had been a, a dream of mine, if you like, to go through and do uh, some long-distance hiking. And for me, this is the first of the hikes that I have planned over the next five to seven years. Um, some will be longer than the Bibbulmun track. Uh, some will be shorter. Uh, and certainly, um, I've got a, a few hikes to go through and do um, um, uh, uh, and plan um, as, we, as we get into the next few years and as time allows. We've uh, gone through and now got 198 gear reviews online, uh, and certainly that number has started to increase since I've come back from my through hike. We're trying to get at least three gear reviews up a week online uh, and trying to get a good spread of equipment, so a lot of the small accessories as well as the bigger stuff like tents and sleeping bags and packs. Um, And one of the things that comes with the function of age 
is we've started to develop a, 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 some good working relationships with one, some of the importers and suppliers. So, uh, sorry, do you mean age of Australian hiker or age of you and I? Well, probably a bit of both, I suppose. <laughs> um, you know, so I mean, for a lot of the wholesalers and the distributors, they get bombarded with requests for free equipment and and loan gear. And I was very conscious of not approaching a lot of the distributors in the first twelve months, um, having to wanting to build up credibility uh, so people would take us seriously. So there's a few companies that we've been working with now that that do loan me gear. Um, and certainly when we do the reviews, um, we go through and put a disclaimer on each of them to say whether we've purchased the gear or whether the gear has been uh, provided for, uh, for testing from the suppliers. That doesn't change the way we do the reviews and we're quite upfront with the distributors that if we believe the gear is not good, that's what we will go through and review. And I think um, one of the things that someone asked me over the last 12 months is, if you look at the marks for a lot of the stuff we review or the scores, they're actually quite high. And I think partly that's because um, the gear we go through and review is things that we are looking at for ourselves, the things that we've purchased for ourselves. Um, I've done all the research to death in the last you know, months before I buy things. So the things that I end up tending up using and reviewing, it's because I think it's the right product for us and it's pretty rare that you'll get a, a bad score on something. Yeah, that's an interesting one actually because I think, um, you know, the point the point of doing a gear review on something uh, that scores uh, low really doesn't for me have a point. Um, you know, you're better off not doing it and uh, therefore not promoting it um, um, versus doing it and bagging it. And I think, you know, that that sort of, um, I guess, a statement by omission is for me a better one um, rather than putting us through the, the pain of reviewing something that really isn't fit for purpose in terms of our kind of purpose or, or you know, isn't, isn't going to be um, a consideration or something that um, our listeners not, might be interested in. One of the things I'll say to people is um, if there's any particular piece of equipment uh, that you'd like me to, to review or like us to review, please let us know. And I know, I know from comments we've had is uh, people want to see more uh, 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 female-oriented equipment, so women's clothing and women's equipment. Um, and I suppose it's it's one of those things that I tend to like collecting toys, so it's it's probably more. <laughs> my my toys last longer than yours, that's for sure. I have fewer, and they last longer. So we will ende- we will certainly endeavour to uh, review more female clothing and more female equipment as we can. But if there, as I said, if there is any piece of equipment you'd like us to review, please drop us a line and let us know. One comment I would make is. I tend to like wanting to review equipment that you can buy quite easily, that you can either go into a store or order online and have the gear turn up either straight away or in a matter of days. There's a lot of very good cottage equipment that comes out of the States, and we're starting to see this cottage equipment, which is small manufacturers, often one-person one person, uh, operations that are making gear. Uh, and this, this, this gear is... is uh, where a lot of the, the bigger companies have come from. They've started out small and gotten big. So I tend not to 
um, have reviewed a lot of that sort of stuff, and I tend not to buy a lot of that stuff because I want to be able to find a piece of equipment uh, quite easily or have people be able to get hold of it. So it's not that we won't review cottage equipment. It's just that it's not, not our main focus uh, at the moment. In addition to the gear reviews, we've also now published 119 general articles. And this is on hiking practice, safety, uh, definitions, fitness. Um, these are all things that have gone up online. And we have a number of um, other reviews or other articles uh, ready to go uh, or ready to be written. One thing I will say overall for a lot of our, uh, our articles uh, we try and do uh, at least one um, one trail a week. Uh, try and do um, one general article a week. Uh, try and do three to four gear reviews a week. But sometimes things just don't work out. Uh, life just gets in the way. So it doesn't always work out that way. So in the last 12 months, we had planned on doing a bit more on trail recipes and again, my focus was going to be on no cook trail recipes because there's plenty of, of, of good cooking recipes out there already. Uh, and that's something I'll endeavor to try and fix over the next 12 months. We also had planned on releasing a series of ebooks, uh, and these are still there and they're still being worked on. Um, for both of us, um, our real issue is availability of free time. Uh, and to give you an idea, I probably spend approximately 20 hours a week on Australian Hiker. Uh, that's not including the hikes. Uh, that would be just writing articles and publishing and doing the podcast. Um, so um, trying to do additional uh, uh, Things like the the ebooks has sort of been put uh, on the back burner to try and just get everything out there. I was just thinking, is it only twenty hours a week? Because I th I'm sure it's more than that. Um, it, it may it may well be. Unless I'd probably say on average, so the weeks that uh, that we're not doing much, that would probably be where it would come out to. So it's um, you know it's this is a labour of love, um, and uh, I enjoy doing it, and I enjoy doing the podcast, and we certainly appreciate the positive reviews that that people uh, provide, and the, uh, the the emails and letters that people not not letters these days, but the emails and <laughs> and and, uh, um, and messages that people send us, um, saying that they appreciate what we're doing, and they they certainly help us keep going. That's for sure. Now. In addition, we will continue to, um, as I said, do the trail reviews in Australia with our focus continuing to be on southern New South Wales. So as we finish the last few hikes in Canberra, as I said, we've got a number of hikes planned into regional New South Wales uh, heading towards the Victorian border. Uh, and we've also got a number of bigger trails. We, we tend to do two larger trips a year. Um, so over the next 12 months, we do have a well-known Australian hiking trail that we will be reviewing, reviewing and doing. Um, uh, we were hoping to do that this year, uh, but I didn't get my act together. Uh, and now time-wise, that's now pushed us into next year, and it will be towards the end of the year we do that. We also have a big trip coming up. Um, this will be a two- to three-week trip in Europe, um, and I'll go through and announce what that is as we get a bit closer. 
Um, I'm just planning our Christmas holiday trip, which is a three to four, four day trip on the uh, um, doing the Aussie 10 up in Kosciuszko National Park, uh, doing the 10 highest peaks. So that's where we're going to be spending our Christmas uh, Christmas period this year. Well, I'm looking forward to doing the 10 Aussie peaks. Um, uh, uh, I usually like to have a glass of champagne on Christmas Day. Not sure that I'll be able to accommodate that, but uh, maybe just before and just after, that will be fine. Well, I think given that it's only three to four days, I think we can probably sneak a bottle of wine into there uh, uh, or put it into one of the uh, the wine wine uh, uh, packaging devices that are now on, on the market so we can lose the glass. Um so yeah, it's um, um, it will be an interesting uh, interesting time. Again, I'd plan to do that particular walk in January of this year, um, and instead end up doing the main range walk and the Kosciuszko walk, spending a weekend up in that area. So this is a, a trail that I'm trying to finish off uh, this year, and I've just been waiting to the snow to disappear. Now, as this is Australian Hikers' second birthday, um, last year we actually provided a series of small prizes for uh, our listeners and our newsletter subscribers. And this year we've gone through and expanded that uh, with the help of some of the suppliers that we deal with. As this podcast goes to air, we have the first of our competitions running. Uh, And if you go to our uh, uh, Facebook page, uh, uh, we have pinned to the top of the post uh, the competition that is currently running. Um, we'll have three competitions over the next three weeks, uh, and these will change each Monday morning uh, until the end of the month. Um, so what we're doing with this is we've got a couple of prize packs, and in the first instance, Campus Pantry has been good enough to donate some uh, uh, some meal packs, uh, which would uh, are quite good. Uh, and... Um, uh, it's an opportunity for people to to win one of these prize packs or win possibly both of them. Um, and there's a couple of different ways to go through and enter those. Yeah, so we're very fortunate to have the support of uh, Campus Pantry and, um, you know, we've been doing uh, a lot of reviews about their food. So we um, obviously think it's good stuff and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy the packs that are available. And uh, just to uh, answer any questions in relation to this, the prize packs have been provided by Campus Pantry. We use the product uh, and I purchased the product as well. So um, um, it's, a, it's a product we believe in uh, and it's a, an Australian product as well. So happy to support it. Next week, we've also got a um, uh, another prize coming up and that'll be followed the following week and the third week. So go through and check the Facebook page each Monday in uh, November uh, for the current prize and the current opportunity to win. Uh, and we're hoping to make this bigger and better each year as we go through and celebrate our birthdays. And we are publishing weekly over November. Uh, next week, we're actually going to be going through and doing our um, Christmas uh episode for 2018 and we're going to go through and discuss um, presents uh, that you can go through and give hikers or give yourself if you've got no one to give them no one to give them to um, that are that have come out the last year that people are are, are looking for so and we'll have a range um, we'll cover a range of uh, different price brackets so um, you can save the the uh, the cheap ones for yourself 
and encourage your loved ones to buy the expensive ones for you. As a result of your support, we are now uh, the most downloaded hiking podcast uh, in Australia, certainly um, the the biggest. Uh, we've got a very strong online presence as well. And uh, really this second year that's just passed has, has uh, surpassed all our expectations. So from here on in, hopefully, um, year three is looking fantastic. And thank you from me as well. So very much appreciated. And we, and as I said, we, we really do appreciate uh, people sticking with us. As always, you can listen to this podcast and the rest of our rest of our 86 episodes through the Australian Hiker website at www.australianhiker.com.au, through Stitcher, through SoundCloud. We are now on Spotify for people who use the Spotify app, through TuneIn, through OzPods, through um, Podbean and any a number of other apps, <laughs> including iTunes. So if you have the chance, please go through and rate us on iTunes to help get the message out there. That's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me.